Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. Welcome to DBE. This is Stevie G, and you are listening to the podcast designed for students of travel. Make sure to check out Destinations Beyond Expectations at dbetravel.com. That is the podcast's official website, and it has some great blogs, the entire episode library, a button to support the show through Patreon, and a lot more. No matter if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, I invite you to hit that subscribe or follow button, and if you can rate and review, that really helps this show bubble up in searches. Of course, Destinations Beyond Expectations is on Facebook and Instagram, so pop over there and give the show a follow. Have you heard of Banff, Canada? This town in Alberta is an absolute gem, and the area around it is full of breathtaking mountain views, amazing hikes, and so much more. My guest this week is Sam from the All Over Adventure blog. Be sure to give Sam a follow on Instagram, at alloveradventure. Sam wrote a great piece about Banff and her experience there, which includes a four-day itinerary with some of the best places to visit in town and around the area. If you scroll down to the show notes, you'll find a link to Sam's article on Banff, along with another piece she wrote about the Icefields Parkway, which we will talk about during our conversation. The All Over Adventure blog includes many great articles about adventuring, the outdoors, and more, so be sure to read more of Sam's work. I really enjoyed our conversation about the outdoor experiences and charm that can be found in Banff. So let's get to the show. Here's my interview with Sam from the All Over Adventure blog. Sam, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. So Banff is such a beautiful place that I've heard so many great things about. And you actually traveled there a few months back. Um, Tell me, how did that trip come about? And after your adventure in Banff, did it meet your expectations? Did it exceed them? Kind of tell me about that. So I actually, a few years ago, studied abroad. And during that experience, I met someone who lives up in Canada. We've stayed in touch. So through that connection, I actually decided to go up and visit that area. So it was nice. I had basically like a local tour guide at my disposal. And it absolutely exceeded my expectations. I mean, you see pictures of this place. So you kind of think, can it really live up to the hype? You've seen all these pictures. But honestly, it did. Um, It really did exceed my expectations in every way possible. Awesome. Um, Let's kind of start with accommodations. Now, it seems like Banff has accommodations that range from more moderate to quite luxurious. What can visitors expect as far as hotels in the area? And are there any places in particular that you might recommend for someone? So Banff as an area is huge because you have Banff the town and then a little bit outside the town, you have the actual like national park where all the hiking and things like that are all the iconic lakes. So if you want more luxurious options, staying in the town of Banff is a perfect option. It's a little farther away from the actual hikes in the national park, but it has a lot of hotels right there. We actually stayed um, in the Lake Louise area. So we stayed at the Lake Louise Inn, which is a perfect option for like a moderate hotel stay not too expensive, but still has everything that you need. And we love that area because it was close enough to the town, but it was also really centrally located for all the hikes that we wanted to do. So if you really want to do the national park and be more focused on the adventurous aspect, I would stay more towards Lake Louise. If you want more of like the ritzy experience, I would stay more in Banff town. 
and you mentioned the hiking and I can't wait to get into that. But um, you, you did mention in your blog that uh, time of year is key when visiting Banff. What time of year did you visit and what are some popular times of years a uh, year for travelers to visit? So to me, the most popular time of year to visit for travelers is going to be summertime. I visited towards the end of summer, so during September, um, actually into the first week of October. That's kind of a risky time to visit because that is when typically they'll get their first snowstorms. Um, winter is starting to emerge. It emerges pretty early up in that area. But being on the tail end of summer, there were a lot less tourists there, so it was a lot less busy, which I enjoy. I don't like when things are overcrowded with tourists. So if you want the best weather, but the most people, the peak summer months, July, August, that will be your time to go. If you want to still be able to do some of those like summery hikes that aren't fully covered in snow yet, but you might see a little snow, late September, early October, we'll have a lot less tourist traffic. So if I guess if you personally had to plan this trip again, would you go during the time you actually went or would you move it maybe up closer, um, closer in the beginning of the year? I would go exactly when I went. I loved it. Um, we did get one day with some snow. I love snow. I love being out when it's a little bit chilly um, and get that first snow of the season. So I would not change a thing. Awesome. Uh, so your blog features an awesome four-day Banff itinerary. And let's talk about some of the places that you mentioned. Day one. Uh, so the itinerary starts with watching the sunrise at Lake Moraine. I imagine the views are just absolutely stunning. Tell me a little bit more about Lake Moraine and what is it like watching the sun come up in the morning? Oh my gosh, it's indescribable. I was just blown away. So Lake Moraine is probably the most iconic lake up in the Banff area. Um, so it does get pretty busy. Even for sunrise, there are a lot of people there. There is a parking lot. Um, we got there early enough to get a space in the parking lot. If you can't, there's a shuttle bus that runs from like all of the Lake Louise hotel areas. There's a bunch of stops around there that they can transport you into this lake. The walk up to the lake is barely even a walk. You basically walk from the parking lot and you're on the shores of this gorgeous, gorgeous lake and watching the sun come up and illuminate those mountains behind it is spectacular. It's probably the perfect uh, opportunity for like Instagram photos or just taking a picture in general. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Sam, next you mentioned stopping by Lake Louise to take a beautiful hike from Lake Louise to the Lake Agnes Tea House. What's that hike like? And tell me about the tea house. So this hike is a little bit more challenging. Um, it's a very easy to follow path, but you do gain about 1400 feet of elevation over approximately two, two and a half miles each way. Um, beautiful views of Lake Louise the whole time um, or a lot of the time and you hit several different other lakes along the way. And then you get to Lake Agnes and Lake Agnes is this beautiful alpine lake, mountains in the back. And there's this cute little tea house that you can grab snacks, hot tea. It's the perfect kind of mid stopping point for a hike. You can sit by the lake with your cup of tea and it's so serene. It was absolutely incredible. That's very cool. Do you remember what you got at the tea house by chance or not really? I do. I got a hibiscus hot tea. It was a little chilly that day. So having that nice hot tea in your hand sitting by the lake couldn't beat it. It was great. Cool. So after the tea house, you recommend a few hikes someone can do before the day is done. Can you just tell me a little bit more about the general hiking in and around Banff? Because it sounds like there's so many trails and no shortage of amazing mountain views. Basically, any hike that you choose is going to be incredible. I did not have a single hike that we did that we didn't like. 
And most of the trails, so you start a trail and then you see branches into so many different directions. So usually you can make your hikes longer, shorter, you can go different routes. Um, you can change it every time that you go to this national park. There is no shortage of trails anywhere. Um, so from this hike from the Lake Agnes Tea House, you could have branched off into six or seven different other hikes from just that one area. So there is a plethora, um, and which is nice because even when the tourists are there and it is busier, because there's so many hikes, you can get away from people even during the high season. You can space out a little bit. Day two. Awesome. Now, on day two, you talk about the scenic Icefields Parkway. In addition to the blog we're covering today, you also wrote a blog specifically on the Icefields Parkway, which I'll include in this episode's show notes as well. But what is the Icefields Parkway, and what were some of your favorite stops that you made uh, as you were going through it? So the Icefields Parkway is this beautiful scenic drive that takes you from Banff all the way up to this town called Jasper. Um it takes about three and a half hours, I would say, to drive from Lake Louise up to Jasper, but there are all of these iconic stopping places along the way. There's lakes, there's waterfalls, there's glaciers that you can walk onto. There's no shortage of places to stop along this. It's one of like the top 10 scenic drives in the world, I believe, um, with good reason. There were so many places to stop. Um, one of my favorites personally was the um, Tangled Falls area. So it's this beautiful little waterfall right off the highway parking lot right next to it you can climb up onto the falls you're right in the like bottom part of where those falls hit the rocks you can feel the spray and it was absolutely incredible so i imagine people will probably take this drive a lot on a day trip um i think it takes up about most of the day on your itinerary do you think it's also Mm -hmm. possible to maybe do a multi-day trip just driving around and stopping maybe staying somewhere do people do that as well Absolutely. So along the Icefields Parkway, there aren't too, too many places to stay other than like hostel type accommodations. There were a lot of hostels in the area if you want to stay on the parkway. A lot of people, what they'll do is they'll drive one way up to Jasper. Jasper is a beautiful city. There's a lot of cute restaurants and shops and things like that. And there's plenty of hotels to stay at in Jasper and then kind of do the drive back down the next day. So I know a lot of people that do that as well. Day three. So day number three is another early start, this time at Herbert Lake, which you describe as a hidden gem. Uh, What makes Herbert Lake a hidden gem? Tell us about that. So it was probably one of the only places we went to that had not a single other person around. I did not see a single person the whole time we were at this lake. And we were there for probably a good hour, hour and a half, just watching the sunrise, watching the clouds turn into all these shades of blues, pinks, purples. It was gorgeous. It's kind of tucked off of the main road a little bit. Um, And the only reason I even knew that it was there is because I had my friend who is a local that had been to this lake before. So because it's tucked off the road, there's really not too many signs that signify people to even go that way. I just don't think a lot of people know that it's there, but it's so accessible. You literally take this small, tiny turn off of the road and it is right there, just kind of tucked back between the trees. So it was incredible. Perfect. And next on the itinerary is a stop at Johnston Canyon, which is a popular stop for tour buses. Tell me about that three mile out and back trail that you mentioned in your blog um, and those waterfalls that you'll see along the way. Yeah. So this is a popular area. So if you do decide to go here, I would go earlier in the morning. The reason it's so popular is because the pathway is paved. So it is fully like I saw people with strollers. I saw people with wheelchairs. It's very easy to access. 
Um, and you basically follow this path through this beautiful canyon. The river kind of follows you along the way and you stop at, they name two or three of the waterfalls, but you stop at so many waterfalls um, along the way. One of which you actually get to climb into a cave and see this beautiful waterfall coming out just right in the middle of this cave. So it's a really interesting stop, but it does get very busy very quickly. Now, after that short hike, it's off to grab some breakfast at the Black Swift Bistro. Did their breakfast hit the spot? Oh my goodness, yes, it was so good. We loved it so much that we had breakfast. And then literally at about nine in the morning, we had dessert. So it was great. <laughs> so I, I asked you what you had at the tea house. So I have to ask you about this one as well. Do you remember what you had at Black Swift Bistro? Oh, of course. I had just a regular breakfast, like eggs, bacon, toast. But for dessert, I had a s'mores brownie. So it was literally a warm brownie with marshmallows on top that they kind of like flambéed. Oh, it was so good. Oh, Ooh, so sounds, delicious. Sounds delicious. <laughs> so after a meal at Black Swift Bistro, it's off to Yoho Valley, which includes stops at Takakaw Falls and Emerald Lake. What can visitors experience at these places? So Takaka Falls is really interesting. It's probably the tallest waterfall I've ever seen. I'm a girl from Colorado. We don't have a ton of water here. So being in the midst of this huge waterfall that falls hundreds of feet is just incredible. Once again, you can basically walk right up to the base of this waterfall as well. The thing I like about this area, especially if you go during the summer and the warmer months, there's so much camping, backpacking trails. There's so many places to discover just in this small area. We hiked along the trail to another waterfall um, as well. And you can keep going. Once again, we talked about the plethora of trails in this area. It branched off in a million different directions. So there are so many places to discover just in this area alone. And then from there, Emerald Lake's a little bit of a drive out of that area. But Emerald Lake is this beautiful alpine lake with a lodge right next to it. Um, Emerald Lake Lodge is a beautiful hotel that you can stay at. But the lake itself, you can kayak canoe onto it. It was so still and beautiful when we went. Um, the reflection was perfect. And then we actually had dinner at the lodge and it was delicious again. So it's a place that you could stay if you want to change up your accommodations and stay a little bit away from things. It's kind of also tucked back by itself, which I really liked as well. Day four. So on to the final day, day number four um, of your itinerary, you recommend checking out the actual town of Banff. Now we talked about all these outdoor things that you can do, but talk to me a little bit about the town. Um, what were your some of your favorite places to check out? So the town to me, so I mentioned I'm from Colorado, it reminded me of a lot of the ski towns that we have here. So lots of restaurants, lots of shops. Um, the most iconic thing that we saw there, though, was the Banff Springs Hotel. It is this gorgeous hotel that honestly makes you feel like you're in almost like a medieval castle as you walk through it. They have beautiful stone architecture, beautiful mountain views from the hotel itself. Um, lots of restaurants in there that you can eat at. It's totally free to just walk around the hotel. You don't have to have like a hotel reservation to go explore it. Um, but it would be a beautiful place to stay for people who are looking for a little more uh, luxurious twist. It was absolutely gorgeous. They also have in the town of Banff, they have a couple different like hot springs and there's also the Nordic spa there. I didn't go there, but every local that I know of that is from this area loves the Nordic spa. Um, you can get massage treatments. There's hydrotherapy treatments there. Everyone raves about it. So it's definitely on my list of things to do next time I'm up there for sure. 
And is it sort of like a picturesque little town too? Is it is it kind of have that cute, friendly, small town vibe? Or tell me about the tell me about that a little bit too. Yeah. So Canada has this stereotype of everyone being very friendly. Canadians are just thought of to be these really friendly people, and it's so true. I thought the stereotype was very true. I told my friend that, and we laughed about it. Everyone is so nice, so kind. They want to show you their town. They're so proud of it. Um, they're always excited when you come into their shops and they want to know where you're from and how you're enjoying things. So it really did have that small town, very welcoming feel. And I loved it. Awesome. Uh, so Sam, your four favorite days in Banff Peace can be found on your all over adventure blog. When did you start your travel blog and tell the listeners more about your website? Yeah. So I actually started my blog three years ago. I was doing an internship for my job down in Arizona and I started doing a lot of hiking and outdoor adventuring and I wanted to be able to share some of these places that I got to see because it felt so special to me. I wanted other people to be inspired to go discover them. So that's kind of how that came about. It started just as like a little fun hobby, um, but I have been able to grow it a lot and make a lot of connections through it. And it has been so incredible to see it kind of take off the way that it has. So it's been an interesting journey for sure. (laughs) So, I mean, you have this wonderful website, but you also are on social media, of course. Um, Where can listeners go to give you a follow? So the main place you guys will find me is on Instagram at alloveradventure. There is where I usually post pretty much all of my social media content, as well as links to my new blogs whenever they go up. Very cool. So Sam, I do have one last question for you. Um, on this podcast, we call ourselves students of travel. Um, so I just want to ask you, are you someone who considers yourself to be a student of travel? And if so, can you share like one lesson that you've learned, um, about travel or while traveling, uh, the floor is yours. I absolutely do. I think it's very important that we never stop trying to grow and learn and experience new things. I think the biggest lesson that I've learned while traveling is to not hesitate and just do it. There have been so many times that I've wanted to wait until someone could take a trip with me or no, I don't think I'm ready. I I can't take that time off of work. If there's any hesitation in your mind, just do it. You will not regret it. Go for it. The experiences are what you're going to remember in the long run, not everything else. I love it. That's great advice. Um, Sam, thank you again so much for taking the time to talk about Banff and your experience there. Um, I had so much fun learning about uh, different things to do, and Banff has certainly shot up uh, on my list of places to see. So thanks so much again for taking the time to do this. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. You'll love Banff when you visit. A big DBE thank you to Sam for joining the podcast. Make sure to check the show notes to find out more about her all over adventure blog. And remember, you can find her on Instagram as well at all over adventure. If you're a fan of the Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast, don't forget to share the show with a friend and subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. Destinations Beyond Expectations is the official podcast of Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com and begin building your travel tribe. If you want more DBE, you can visit dbetravel.com to find all the episodes, some fun travel blogs, and more. Well, that's all I've got for today's show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.